Imaginative Radio. Buddy, we are back. This is episode 262 of the Dark Windows podcast. And I kind of forgot, but my name's Kevin. Uh, I, I know my name. My name's Kevin, too. I mean, it's it's been two weeks since we've actually recorded an episode. Like, where it was us doing a, an episode, where it wasn't, you know, um, having guests on to talk about some crazy shit at our local haunted house. Or, uh, um... Has it been really two weeks? Yeah, because then last week we put up our Patreon, a couple of Patreon episodes on the the main storyline for uh, Thanksgiving, because we're thankful for you guys. I didn't realize it's been two weeks, yeah. though. Yeah. Wow. Because like we did Patreon, then we did the Haunted House one before that, then before that was whatever bullshit you did last time. Wow. <clears throat> I don't remember what it was, dude. Wow, bullshit. That probably was, though. That's all we do here is bullshit. That's true. That's true. You're so, right. You're right. I, I can't disagree. So before we get into it, though, I had a conversation with Ben earlier, earlier today. Um, not when you guys heard this, because you'll hear this tomorrow, which will actually be today when you hear it, maybe, or it might be three weeks from now when people catch up. Doesn't matter. So theoretically, okay. Oh, boy. Here we go. Jesus pops up as a <laughs> character, like a, like a DLC fighter. In Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Okay. Okay. What are you giving him for a ranged weapon? What's his up-close weapon? What's a special move? Okay. Special... Okay, I'm going to start with special move. Resurrection is a special move. What the fuck good's that going to do in the fighting game? He resurrects himself. Okay. I don't know. See, that, uh, that one doesn't work. It's dumb. All right. Fine. Um, special move I came up with. Okay, get a big clap, boom! And you hear the like the air whistling out of his palms and shit. All the disciples show up, except for Judas, and they just stomp your shit out, sandals and all. Hmm. Judas wasn't invited because he's a cunt. No, he has to be. Nah, he's a bitch though. No, he has to be. Were they going to use they use Judas as a weapon? Yes. Like grab by the ankles and like beat a motherfucker with a yeah with with a treacherous motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, but he was told to do it. Yeah. And then he killed himself because he was told to do something. He did something that he was told to do. Yeah. Because he's a piece of shit. No. If you're told he to do, he sold so- his dude out. He's a piece of shit. No. No. He was told to. Who sell told him to do it? The Jesus. Jesus told him, hey, I need you to go and fucking betray me and then have me killed. Yes, you will betray me. That's what you need to do, basically. And then he was like, all right, literal, I'll do it. No, he said one of you will betray me. He didn't know which one it was. All right. Well, I thought it was him. Okay. It was Judas, you dickhead, but he didn't. Jesus didn't like telekinetically be like, I need you to pretend that we're friends. And then I need you to tell the Romans what I'm doing so they can kill me. Okay. That's not how it works. No, the Romans were like, hey, listen. You're a piece of shit. We're pieces of shit. Let's piece of shit together and kill this guy. Then, you know, he got his silver and went from there. He still killed himself. Uh, yeah. 
ranged weapon though. Okay. Old school slingshot, like the leather one, like giant killing slingshot. Because I watched a dude use one of those the other night on uh, on a YouTube short. Holy shit, are those scary? Like if you know how to use it, like. Okay. He, he he was he was, fucking almost putting him through car door like rocks through car doors with it. Okay. Okay. And up close, he gets a sword, obviously, because mm-hmm. he chased the, you know, the guys out of the whorehouse with the sword or whatever. I haven't read the Bible yet, but, you know, I know there was a sword and prostitutes and money laundering. I don't know. I don't. Sounds like some made up like mafia shit. <laughs> but yeah, there was, he, he's got a sword. It might may or may not be on fire. We haven't decided yet. Because huh. like he's Jesus. So he'd be like, hey, Michael, we're cool and shit. Let me see that thing. Hmm. You know, get the archangels, that, that things. Yeah. Or, no, that's never mind. That's stupid. What? Or, well, yeah, I'm going off of what you said. His superpower is snap a finger, fucking Michael comes down, slays your ass. Because the other one that I came up with. That's the finisher. The other one that I came up with for Ben for like a special move is like. Or is that fatality? Ooh. Well, it could be either or. Because I was like, I think what he does is he just like throws his hands forward like Hadouken style. And just shoots out like a bunch of those little crackers at you, like fucking Kung Lao's hat in oh, Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. You know, slice your shit all up. Mm. And have no flavor. So that's ranged. No, range that's attack. that's a special. That's a special move. Oh, a special move. No, ranged attack is a slingshot, just like <laughs> snapping those, you know, snapping fucking rocks off of people. Uh huh. Then the sword. I think there's like a so since he was Jewish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you need a shovel or are you gonna you're just gonna dig that hole with your own hands <laughs> no i was gonna say he's gonna he's gonna he's like one of his finishing moves like one of his like in close attacks <clears throat> okay he's gonna fucking throw the yamaka on and he's gonna go he's gonna like and fucking kick you right inside the he's fucking gonna, head he's gonna jew dance at him jew dance <laughs> into a fucking like roundhouse kick i mean that's just a combo attack if anything because it, it, it would work like like it's fucking uh, uh, like Liu Kang's like bicycle kick. True, you know. True. Okay. All right. You know. Then we got onto the topic of like, oh man, him and Raiden would be a hell of a fight. And I was like, because it's one of my favorite fucking conspiracy theories with the Jews, because it's ridiculous of how funny it is. I'm like, it's not a fair fight. Raiden is the god of lightning. Jews control the weather. Lightning is weather. Jesus wins. <laughs> It just goes true, <laughs> hmm. true. But, well, but okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna have to think about this more. Okay. Well, since we're on the topic of Christianity, Ooh. we are going to stay on the topic of Christianity for approximately eight pages of research. Oh boy, uh, of typing that I've done, um, and I think I can count on one hand. I don't think we even need a full hand to go over how many times we've used the word badass and Frenchman in the same sentence and been serious about it. Hmm. Hasn't been a lot of them. Okay. We covered a bad French woman. Yeah. A couple of them that were killing Nazis on bicycles and shit. Yeah. They're pretty rad. True. Um, This dude is, he's one of them. He is him. Okay. And man, he didn't have a good start because his, his birth name was Carolus. Like, yeah, that's the male version of Carol. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Born in 688. He was the bastard son of Pepin the second of Haristal. So basically the only thing that Pepin huh. of relevance did was, you know, shooting Carolus out of his nuts. Um, that's literally probably the most important thing he ever did with his life. Okay. Um, 
He was the mayor of palace, mayor of the palace of Haristal in uh, Austrasia. So this all takes place in Gaul, which is now France. Yeah. Okay. For anybody that doesn't know. Well, by 1600s, no, nope. 600, 600, it would be. It, it was still. It, I think they, it was technically they, Francia. Yeah, but they, Francia and Gaul were interchangeable, depending on whose maps you were looking at. You know, if you're looking at Western European maps, it would have been Francia. If you're looking at anything east of there, they probably would have been like, ah, it's Gaul still. Fuck it. Who cares? You know, yeah, they okay. all bicker and fucking can't get along together anyway. True. Okay. Um. So we just kind of said a lot of shit right here. So. Break down real quick. Haristal is a city in Belgium, which is now Belgium, um, best known for the FN Haristal Company, which they make some super high-quality firearms, yes. including some fantastic pistols and some really, really nice rifles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't disagree. You can't, because you'd be wrong. I, I won't. No. No. If I had said they were best known for, you know, the High Point Company and they make high-quality firearms, like, no, mm. they really don't. They make no. affordable, affordable True. Affordable is the nice way to say that. You make affordable firearms. That you can drive over. Right. And you shoot twice, and then you have to fix it. True. Yeah. Then yeah. Uh, when that doesn't work, you throw it at them. That's why we call it the, the yeet cannon. That's yeet. true. It doesn't come back like a boomerang, though, unfortunately. No. Um, Eventually it will. So uh, Haristal is, uh, was in Austrasia, which was the northern northeastern corner of France. But it's now... All like completely in Belgium now. Back then it was like borderish area. Yeah, yeah. Because you know how it is. Um, most of the Netherlands and south and the southwest tip of Germany. Um, the mayor of the palace was a title that the Merovingian Franks created, based on the old Roman term uh, major domus, which basically is someone who owned a bunch of land, very loyal to the ruling family, and um, he would have. Uh, Essentially, the commander of the military. Okay. Um, okay. You have to keep in mind this is also a time when you don't have a standing professional military because crops. And you don't fight in the winter because you just don't fight in the winter. You don't really fight in the fall because you have to harvest. War is a fucking summer activity because you have to plant in the spring. Then you can go die and let your children harvest the... <laughs> the wheat and shit in the in the fall. True, and then they can die in the winter because they freeze to death and don't have anything to eat. Yeah, you have to give it all to. Yeah, you, know. you pretty much. I mean, well, you sort of would have a standing army. Not really. It's you, a standing army and a professional army are two different things. Because yes, you have guys that would go out and fight, but they were farmers. When I say a professional army, I mean dudes that are military. That's what they do. Well, yeah, they had. I mean, not to the extent that we do now, not to the extent that well, the Greeks had. Different, you know, when all the Romans or, or the Greeks. Yeah, but or the Spartans were farming nothing but murder. <laughs> but they were farming still. Yeah, no, they were making the fucking Athenians <laughs> farm for them because they're like, we have better shit to do. We'll just take your stuff, boy. Fucker, thank you. <laughs> um, have a good day. Yeah, thank you for coming to my coming to my TED talk. Um, so, as this dynasty is expanding geographically, obviously the king can't really be everywhere at once to oversee shit. Yeah. So there's all these little sub monarchs and dukes and yeah, yeah. all this nonsense. Um, so that's how you end up with a mayor of of a palace. Is he yeah. is 
kind of the go-between for everything else. Like, if yep. if somebody starts getting uppity, you send this guy down here, and he goes, listen, knock it off, or when I come back here, I'm going to do it with a lot of dudes. And I have the full power of the king. Yeah, I have me. the full authority of literally oh. God to kill you. Yes. So, you know, maybe don't be an asshole. Because by this time, basically the Holy Roman Empire was basically France, because that's where they... Emperor. The, oh, buddy, we have not even uh, begun to Holy Roman Empire up in this bitch yet. But uh, well, the, technically, that's where that's where the um, that's where the uh, the Pope was, right? Because he got kidnapped. He was not by choice. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's ever gone to France by choice, um, <laughs> other than uh, well, Middle Eastern I, immigrants. I mean, probably back then, it would be a different story. I mean, I bet some, I bet some dudes went to France by choice back in the uh, the forties too. I actually. I know some dudes definitely went to France by choice. Um, they came in from the east, but um, no, I'm saying like you know, but like during this time, France was a different story. Yeah, because it wasn't a country yet. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was Germania, but just southern. Sort well, it was a country. Not really. It no, was, no, by it was time... a, a loose confederation of tribes. We'll, we'll, by, we'll get to it because by six hundred it was it was because uh, Henry the no oh, was it no was it, no no I'm sorry Henry got shit to do with this we're Not we're gonna Henry. we're gonna talk about the man that forcibly made France a country okay all right <laughs> let's go um and obviously a bastard to someone born out of wedlock you know we all knew that mm-hmm. um or anything that a British person can't get to work for them on the first plate you know first attempt they call it a bastard for some reason so. Yeah, I thought it was a cunt. No, no, that's that's or a twat. No, uh, cunt is more Australian. Um, I've oh. heard I've heard English people. Oh, this bastard TV won't. Yeah, you know. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Guess yeah. created the language. You don't know how to use it anyway. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of up in the air if he was actually a bastard or if he was a quote natural born son, which would be a child born out of wedlock but recognized by their father, meaning that he was the son of royalty and his father actually took credit for him, even though he wasn't born from his wife. Okay. So he knocked some woman up. She gave birth and he went, yeah, that's my son. Send him over. We'll just raise him with the other ones. And then um, his wife kind of had no choice but to raise his, uh, bastard child with from another woman um which i'm sure if they were people back then would have really upset her but uh they weren't i bet they did it did what's she gonna do about it not vote they didn't have voting then no and if they did women would not have been doing it no but you know i don't know no no she ain't gonna do shit (laughs) no um so it seems like the claim of his illegitimacy came from Pepin's first wife, um, which God, what a fucking name. Plectrude. Yeah, I saw your face right there. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) P-L-E-C-T-R-U-D-E. Plectrude. (laughs) Uh, So the reasoning for this is most likely her attempt to make sure that one of her crotch goblins would rise to the Rise to power and not him. <laughs> um, so as they used to say back in the day, you know, bitches doth be stumbling. 
Ah. So. Uh huh. So here we go with some uh, some god awful names of his brothers and half brothers, and these are fucking atrocious. Okay. Um, they are somehow a mix of H.P. Lovecraft characters and Game of Thrones slash Lord of the Rings characters. Okay. Because you have Drogon, Grimwald, Theodwald, and Childebrand. Childebrand is like that's. I feel like that would be like thad nowadays like a dude from fucking rhode island whose parents have way too much money you know i've heard of a childebrand though it's a fucking terrible name he was famous though yeah this one wasn't i mean he may have been but he was definitely overshadowed by uh but listen all those by names, carol here all those names were before all those what you know the books right but i'm just saying movie. like that's you say those names you automatically go oh that's a dragon somewhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there were other, you know, I'm sure these guys were important, whatever. Um, but when Pepin died, Charles took over at the age of 26. Well, he didn't really take over. He tried. Mm. Um, and we also are going to change up. We're not going to call him Carol anymore. His name's Charles. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's 26. It's better. That's, I mean, it's way easier. It's like, you know, it's like Charlemagne, you know, he was... Charlemagne, and then they were like, oh, well, let's just call him Charles. Then he became a god, or a rapper. Whatever. Um, So, oh boy. Um, So he's 26. Plectrude rears her ugly head and even uglier name again, and has him tossed in prison to make sure that one of her bloodline would take over as mayor of the palace. Uh Uh-huh. Even though he is really the one that needs to be doing it. Because the rest of these guys are pussies. Okay. Old Chuck here is going to make the fucking grass grow. Okay. A lot. Okay. Um, Which they did a lot back oh then. Oh, boy. So even though Theod... <laughs> and this is the best part. Has him thrown in jail at 26. Mm-hmm. Theodold takes over at the age of six. Takes the crown. Um, but now she takes him into guardianship, so she technically becomes the queen regent of the palace. Yes. So, again, a little games of, Game of Thronesy, fucking backstabbing, and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we're going to manipulate children. I'm going to get my ass in there somehow, mm-hmm. and if it means putting my young little kid in, yep. you know, I'm going to do it. It's not even her son. He, She was the first wife. This is from his second wife who died. Ah. So she took guardianship of his other wife's child and put him in charge to keep one of her own from. See what I mean? It's fucking crazy. Makes no sense. Huh? Yeah. Ah, man. <laughs> okay. Wait, that doesn't make it. Wait, hold on. No, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You avert it. I, I had them backwards. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, Didn't want his. His. Didn't want what would be her stepson to take over. Yeah. So she put her toddler on the throne instead. Uh-huh. Um, so while he's still trying not to trying to figure out how to not piss his pants when he goes to bed, True. Um, Plectrude sets up shop in Cologne. Um, but the other little tribal nations that were under Pepin, that when he was, <clears throat> when he was in charge, they were cool. They're like, we're not going to do anything because he's actually... The kind of guy where 
if the king catches wind of us doing something goofy, he's going to come in here and he's not going to give us a warning. He's going to come in and beat our asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they find out that they have to answer to a woman and a child. And they went, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Not I, so much. I, I ain't doing that. Especially a woman that probably looks like a horse with a oh, name like that. She, yeah. God damn. That is I a can, fucking forest hag. I, I, I can't not imagine her being a troll. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. She looks like Beta Ray Bill with, like, curly blonde hair. Oh. They have, Beta we, Ray Bill was a, a space horse from Thor. <laughs> but did you have, like, a... Did you actually get, like, a, a video... Uh, a, like, a painting of her? No, something? she wasn't important. She was a woman. Oh, they okay. did paintings of them. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. Who cares? <laughs> Not like she birthed anybody important, you know? True. A fucking child who's now on the throne that is completely useless. Mm. Um, so they're not going to answer to a woman. Uh-huh. They revolt. The first of these nations that revolted was, a. Uh, uh, I fucking forgot how to pronounce this. Nuestra. Um, they did. They kicked this off in seven fifteen. Um, they refer to them as Theodold's forces, which motherfucker is six years old. He can't spell yet. I mean, probably didn't, wouldn't ever. But um, he was. They weren't his forces. They were, you know. Anyway, uh, they get fucking stomped out in the forest of Kews, Um and then after that, the mayor of the palace of Neustra, Ragafrid, uh, Ragafrid. Sorry, Ooh, that's even worse. Wow. So he forces them all the way back to the banks of the Meuse River. Then the Frisians decide we're going to help you guys out because fuck this lady and fuck that kid. Um, man, okay. Duke Ratbod, which I am now taking as my new nickname. Fucking love it. <laughs> he joins in. Okay. And uh, so you've got these guys going after the, you know, the, the toddler's forces. And then the Saxons are fighting the Hatarians. Well, all of this shit is going on. Somebody is not paying attention somewhere. And Charles escapes from prison and appoints himself as the head of the National Party of Austrasia. So he just gave himself a title and was like, fuck that lady and fuck that kid. He's a piece of shit. He used to steal my cereal bars. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> Walk him off. Slap the shit out of you. <laughs> he used to steal my cereal bars. But you're older than Motherfucker him. used to tattle on me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, what you're way older than he is. I'll, give, I'll fucking kick him in the head, <laughs> bastard. Um, he stole my dad. <laughs> you're not my real brother, you fuck. So things didn't start off great. Um, his first battle took place near the you know near Cologne in 716, and um, Ratbod just whooped his ass. He was fine. I mean, he lost some dudes, but he losing is not a thing Charles is going to do anymore, though. Keep that in mind. Okay. Got off to a bad start. He's 0-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, his career numbers are fucking ridiculous. It's true. It's what you got to have. He he uh-huh. like he retires. He leaves his fucking boots in the ring at like oh. 20 and 1. He's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, we're talking like Undertaker WrestleMania numbers here. Oh. All right. All right. You know. Um so Charles takes this loss as a learning experience. Smart dude. 
He then surprises the, uh, the Nuestrians by marching into Am- uh, Amblev in 716, whooping on them. Just beats their asses. Yeah. Then, in March of the following year, because, again, we don't war in the fall and winter. Of course. Because, you know, we have standards. Yes. Um, he got after them in uh, in Vinci, which is near uh, Cambrai, France. Mm-hmm. All this takes place in France. I don't need to say that again, I guess. Forces these guys all the way back to Paris. After retaking Neustria, nu- 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 we're going to go nu- uh, Neustria. There we go. Sure. Um, Neutrina. <laughs> Neutrogena. Neutrogena, um, yes. He then turns around and marches back to Cologne to talk to that fucking cave hag, Plectrude. <laughs> um when the two met, he convinced her to turn over all of her power, and I uh, was like, listen, you're going to go away, you're going to take your fucking child, and you're going to leave me all my dad's shit, including his money, and okay. I'm never going to hear from you again, and no, neither is anybody else in history. You're going to fucking disappear. Poof. Uh. And guess what she does? She agrees and just leaves. Wow. Because if not, I mean... She probably would have been like walled up and left to die somewhere, <laughs> you know. That's what you do. Yeah, that was that was the polite way to kill somebody back then. You wall them up and be like, hey, sorry, you know, um, you're gonna starve to death. I guess. I mean, have fun. Maybe it might be fun. You know, you might uh, like it. We'll put you in here with a kid, and whichever one of you's got better teeth, man, like you'll you'll live for a little bit longer. But he's hitting that age where he's starting to come out of his baby teeth, and you know. Yeah right. Oh, oh, sorry. I was just looking up the, the family and 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 uh, Drogo, one of his brother, mm-hmm. was actually from, uh, where my family is from. Cool. In, in France. Uh, Champagne. Campaign. Okay, so are you like related to this fucking half dragon or? No, no. I'm just. I'm just. I, I, I'm sorry. I was. I was just looking up. You distracted know. by fucking history and I know goulash. It's not goulash. It's it's not goulash. Stover's lasagna. It's not Stover's. Kind of looks like it. It's not. It's homemade from Kamuda's. So it's not homemade. You bought it at a store. Yes, but it's homemade. Though. That's not homemade, dickhead. It's made in store. It's not homemade. So there's a huge s- difference. Listen, they still made it. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter. Still not as good as homemade. Because they make it in fucking, you know, eighty by ninety sheet pans, and like here you go, we'll freeze this shit when we, you know, when we, you know, when nobody wants more of it, and sell it again tomorrow. No, they don't. They put it in fucking containers and they put it in their thing. Yo, I, I'm shocked at how many people get upset by the fact that Wendy's uses like the the burgers from the day before for their chili. So, oh my god, people get so pissed off about that when they first found out. Oh my god, it's like you're not gonna cook fucking fresh burger meat for chili. If you have it left over, you just fucking chop me, chop it up and throw that shit in. Who cares? Dumb shits. God. No, no. I was just, I, I was just curious to see who, you know. I was trying to see if I could find the picture of this hag, but I couldn't. Again, woman in history didn't matter. I guess so. So now that he's kind of gotten a couple of these areas back under control, he's got a pretty decent idea on how to keep this shit stable. So he calls up a, a Merovingian by the name of. Clotaire the uh, fourth. Oh, and um, he goes, hey, congratulations. You're the king of Austrasia now. Oh, you did it, buddy. Fucking just like he just 
here you go. Turn over the keys to the fucking kingdom and call it a day. I mean, I... Hey. And he did this... It is what it is. ...so that he can make himself mayor of the palace, which is all he really wanted. He didn't He didn't need to be king. He had other... But we had more important shit to do, like kill people. Okay, so this if this is a picture of Plectrude... Uh, Was I right? Uh. Oh, that's a cave troll, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Not a Skyrim cave troll. She only has two eyes. True. But, uh, they um, might be better looking. Scientific term would be ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, we won't. We won't. You know, add the fancy terms to it. But yeah. it, I mean, it's definitely. It was Latin. It was yeah. The Latin. It's because it said ugly bitch, but it was in italics. So ah, uh, you know, close enough. It was the. It was the. Are you fucking cold or something? <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm fine. Jesus Christ, Minnesota. <laughs> um, hey, wait, don't don't pick on my hat. So yeah, he made him king. Be like, he has other shit to handle here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, his next step is uh, he's going after the Saxons, you know, and uh, because they're being Saxons and doing what Saxons do, whoa, which is uh, invade and terrorize people. England. Mm. Well, you guys wouldn't remember, but it happened <laughs> a while ago. Um, that's why, uh, the whole Anglo-Saxon thing's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, the Saxons came in and were like, Anglos? Ha! <laughs> nah, Saxon. We're adding that to it at least. So he came in and fucked on my people. My people too, so, yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about in Saxony, which is where he went to, because that's my people. Oh, dude, he fucks on so many different French people and German people and... Cause, you know, Saxony's in Germany. Not for long. <laughs> um, so they were invading Austrasia because they thought that was a good idea. This went on for a few years, and then That's what we do. Charles decides that these dickheads need to go to England instead of Austrasia, and he wiped the floor with them. Um, in seven nineteen, my dude Ratbod dies. <sighs> Motherfucker, pour one out for him. I know. Um, <laughs> and. Charles may as well have had Western Friesland like left to him in the will ah. because he was like, he's building up quite a little empire here for his puppet King. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, the Neustrians and Aquitanians join up. <laughs> That's a real fucking thing. I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God. I know it sounds, it sounds like I just pulled these motherfuckers out of the ocean from their lost city. Yeah. But it's real. I promise. Are the Atlanteans in this? At all? No, no, uh, no. Fuck. Um, but he, he fucking dog walks these guys. He, just, he fucks them up super big. Um, uh, so uh, he he wails on him here at fucking Soissons. Um, what? It's a city in France, town in France, whatever. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is this another fucking country that doesn't know how to name places? It's France. <laughs> oh. Jesus. You're right. All right. I know I just said that in caps, but, like, uh, it's that, France. <laughs> that was, like, and you had exclamations, too. Yeah, it was... Capital letters, period, France. <laughs> no, there wasn't a period. It was uh, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. No so, smiley face. So this little alliance learned that discretion is probably the better part of valor and surrenders. We surrender. Yeah. Uh, they, they pulled a French here. Um, uh-huh. The same year, just two years after hitting the throne, Clotaire dies. Um, and in an effort to try to re- like reunite the entire Frankish kingdom under one person, Charles would actually bend the knee 
and acknowledge uh, a guy by the name of Silf- uh, Silperic, who is the Neustrian king. Um, and he becomes the overall. Prick? Huh? A prick? No, but he, he he's like, he's the king. So if I just say, yeah, whatever, you're the king, cool. He becomes the king of Francia uh-huh. because he has everybody's support at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could actually vote for a king, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, it didn't matter whose vagina you fell out of at some points in time. You could just vote for one. Yeah. Happened. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Especially when the whole area is just a complete clusterfuck like, like well, the it, Frankish kingdom. It wasn't so much regular people voting. It was the... No, regular people. <clears throat> no, 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 no. You weren't regular people. You were farm equipment. Yeah. Then, like, the, the, the higher class got to pick. You yes, know? it was it was mostly the uh, like the dukes and yeah. earls. You and... you you had to be royalty to have any, yeah. any say in it, or or the leaders of the, you know, yeah. pr- pretty much I guess it was the leaders of yeah. each area. Kind of like, well, I think the same thing was possibly going to happen. They wanted to happen in um in England as well. They tried to get like Mercia and all of them to kind of join together, but. Yeah, that didn't work out so hard. No, not so much. Um, the Vikings happened, too. So I don't know why we're spending so much time talking about this guy, because he dies the next year. Um, and then he was succeeded by Thierry IV, which is uh, French Terry. T-H-I-E-R-R-Y. It's, it's, it's French Terry. Uh, which, you know, French Terry sounds like a guy that's going to work on your transmission. Like, yeah. He's a dude, like, lives up north here. Uh-huh. He's got a fucking little shop like up in Jay or something. Yeah, he he does take Canadian currency to work on stuff too. He does. Yeah. It's okay. You know, he's he's not a he's you know he's a he's not an asshole, but he's for, you know his family's from Quebec. You know, so whatever. So he's kind of an asshole. It's just genetically he's an asshole. Listen, um, he just moved to the right place. <laughs> so the only thorn that remains in his side are these pesky Saxons. So he leads an attack into Saxony, and he slaps Ragafrid around until he acknowledges him as the new, no, until he acknowledges the new Frankish king. Uh-huh. And says, I know you're probably not technically Frankish, but uh, you are now, and you're going to, like, go kiss this guy's feet, or I'm going to kill you uh-huh. in front of your guys. Uh-huh. So they get the whole band back together here, and the Frankish monarchy is back to how it was under his father, which is kind of what he wanted. Because, like, he's, like, he recreated everything how it was under his dad because shit was peaceful then. Yeah, yeah, You know, peace, being peaceful is kind of a nice thing once in a while in history, you know? Of course. So, th- pretty much it. Uh, next six years were mostly peaceful, full of administrative shit and basically just trying to fold the remaining Germanic tribes into, you know, into the authority of the Franks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple of times, once in 725 and again in 728, Charles went into Bavaria with a bunch of men because the rulers of Bavaria had been working on their way to get away from the Franks. Yeah. They're like scheming and being shitty behind the scenes trying to you know, yep. figure out how to get out of this. And he very politely, important to say that, explains that uh, you guys are still and will forever remain a vassal state of the Frankish Empire. And if you have any problem with that, you can take it up with Jesus when you get there. It's no uh, wonder why the Germans and, and French don't like each other. Right. Uh, and then just for good measure, he borrowed uh, Swainhild, who is the princess of Bavaria, as his um, personal assistant. 
she's gonna like keep his appointments for him and um uh-huh and something else like fucking when he's on yeah on oh you know campaigning and stuff whatever you know whatever personal assistants do you know bring him coffee blowjobs get i mean just your fucking <laughs> back blown out regularly um <laughs> So in 730, he leads an army into uh, into the lands of Alamania, which is another Germanic territory, and he's confronted. He was confronted by the Duke Lantfrid. These fucking names are terrible. Lantfrid, L-A-N-T. There's no D in there until the end of it. It's bad. Okay. Uh, But since we're not talking about him, you can probably guess how uh, how that worked out. Um, he was great. He was forced forced into becoming subject of the Franks. Oh, um, because again, if you don't, mm-hmm. you only get one opportunity. Because then, if not, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how we do shit. So, after this, all of southern Germania is now under the thumb of the Franks. But there are cocksuckers. <sighs> there are clouds forming out on the edges of the empire. Uh, um, they smell like falafel. Uh-huh. They're, uh... Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Not not great. Not good. Not a good time is what's coming um, for them. Well, I mean... They Spoiler don't. alert. Yeah. So... It, it's, it's, you don't get that far. So, to the southwest, if you're not familiar with Europe, you have France here, then the country southwest of there is Spain, which, this is before Spain was relevant. Yeah. Um... And uh, Spain wasn't run by the Spanish. No. Oh, Jesus, what now? Oh, boy. Um, Spain was controlled by the Muslims that had come up through there. Um, yeah. And uh, By the, uh, fuck, I can't think of the name of them. Saracens. Same difference. Yeah. Saracens, Mohammedans, Muslims. It was all the same thing. It was just different words yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, um, I think they come over from, like, North Africa. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're starting to make noise and they're threatening Gaul, Francia, the Frankish kingdom, whatever, whatever. Um, they'd been kicked out of modern day France in 721, but in 725, they started to push back and, um, they made it as far as Burgundy, which is a little, little way South of Paris. It's it's central France. It's, they made it quite a ways. Um, and that's when they became Charles's problem. So they decimated the town of of uh, Ot- Otten? Otten? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, they beat the shit out of the out of a duke by the name of Udes, um, and he was the guy that had fought them off in the first place and forced them back into Spain. So they they fucked him up. Like they got their second chance, and ah, uh, you know he he got, they got a rematch. Yeah. He has no choice but to negotiate with with them. Part of his deal is marrying off one of his daughters to uh, Othmar, who was the chief of the invaders. Okay. So he was like the essentially the general leading that particular force. In. Yeah. Charles comes in, beats the fuck out of Udas, and the same year, Othmar just happens to die in a completely unrelated way. Huh. He went back to Spain, and poof, dead. Who knows? Nothing, you know, as far as I could find, nothing like nefarious. He just died. Whatever. Um, Hopefully, hopefully for his sake, it was peaceful because he's about to be joined by a bunch of his friends and it's not going to be. So shit's about to get spicy in, in, in Europe, which I mean, 
you got to throw you got to throw seasoning in it somewhere. Well, the I rest mean, of you, shit's been spicy for a while. I mean, Spanish food's got some seasoning in it, but the French, like, it's just all butter. Well, God I mean, damn it, do I love it? I mean, this is kind of like what the I think this might still be like what they refer to as the quote unquote Dark Ages. Oh, this is definitely the Dark Ages. Seven thirty-two, Abir Er Rahman, who is the Muslim governor of Spain, in like in its entirety. Uh huh. He is essentially the emperor of Spain. Yeah. Because there are other like small like governors of territories and shit, but they all answer to him. Okay. He is yeah upper management. Uh yes. He builds some forces and they cross the Pyrenees mountains, not dogs. I had to clarify that for my own self here. Because the dogs are great. The mountains are, you know, whatever. Okay. It's a great Pyrenees. It's the breed. Okay, yeah. So they're better than the mountains, I guess. Because they're just the Pyrenees mountains. Okay. I, I don't know, man. I like dogs better than mountains. I don't mind mountains. I don't either, but I'd rather have dogs. Okay. No. Because because you see mountains all the time. Correct. <clears throat> so they start to advance north towards Lore. Um, and they're burning, looting, boilerplate invasion shit. Yeah. Everything between the Spanish border and there. Having heard of the invasion actually starting. Oh, boy. Charles rounds up the boys <sighs> and they head out. Yeah. He meets his uninvited guest a few hours southwest of, Par- uh, yeah, southwest of Paris. There was a fucking battle signal that went up. <sighs> he's like, or or he just he just sensed there's a disturbance. I need to go kill things. He went out. He went outside for a smoke one night. Looked up and he saw a crescent moon in the sky and he went, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> he's like, "I know what's happening, boys. Round up." <laughs> he blows a horn and they're like, "Fuck, Burn. we gotta go. Um, We're gonna go fuck on people." So before we get into this battle. It's probably a good idea to explain why exactly there was a standing army of Middle Eastern Muslims in central France in the first place. Because, you know, they didn't just pop up there. They they didn't hatch there. So it all starts with this guy. Probably heard of him. You're not supposed to draw him because he'll get murdered. His name's Muhammad. Um, what? Muhammad? You're supposed, you're supposed, not supposed to... Drum. Dude, that's the whole fucking Charlie Hebdo thing in France where those assholes went and killed a bunch of journalists and stuff is because someone drew Muhammad in their paper. Whatever. I swear to God. <laughs> Religious freaks. And then they're like, oh, hey, yeah. Paris with AK-47s. Let's kill these guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, you drew somebody. Yeah. That's, fucking lighten up. It doesn't go so well God for you. damn. When you do some shit like that because they don't fuck around over there. Well, they killed a bunch of people. I mean, yeah, but then, you know. Then they kind of did it again with, you know, at a concert and stuff. And, you know, you guys take yourselves way too fucking seriously. True. Relax. True. Chill. Matter of fact, another conversation I had with Ben. I found a uh, a Jesus calendar. And every month it's like, it's uh, uh, it's called Jesus Christ, what a year. And every different, every different month has got a picture of Jesus doing something else. It's like, um, like October is... Uh, Jesus with a, a mask on. It says, "Jesus Christ, you scared me." Yeah, you get to December. It's Jesus Christ. It's my birthday. It's it's funny. Oh like God. you'd think if he came back, he'd see that and go, "Ah, oh, that's kind of fun." Muhammad would be like, "The fuck did you say about me, fucking nine year old girls?" Because that's written about in the book that you know, whatever. She was my wife. I was allowed to. They take the, they take themselves way too seriously. Anyway, uh, so he's fucking dead, and um. After that, the Umayyad Caliphate, 
uh-huh. is created. So there we're going to take a break. Yeah. Come back and finish this up because it's about to get good. All right. Okay, so this this caliphate is growing throughout Arabia. Uh, between 632 and 709, they expand east into Persia and then north into Byzantium. Okay. Um, and west across the northern parts of Africa. They're spreading, as they do. This is this is pre-Crusades. Okay, this is way pre-Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know I'm... I'm my European Asian history sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I know a little bit about a little bit, but not enough. Right. So this empire is massive, but unstable. And the leadership is eventually overthrown by the governor of Syria, um, who has an unpronounceable name. He quickly sets up shop in Damascus in around 661. Okay. This is now the base for the entire caliphate. Everything is run out of Damascus. Okay. Instead of having, you know, bits and bobs everywhere trying to do their own shit. Yeah, yeah. You have actual leadership now. Yeah. Which makes it more dangerous. And good at the same time. Good for them. Yeah, you don't want to have, you know, disorder. Right. So to speak. Um, So Umayyad power extends as far west as Morocco, um, and into, up into the Iberian Peninsula, Spain, um, where they quickly conquered the existing Visigoth Empire. Oh. They, they fucking destroyed the Visigoths when they got there. They, they couldn't do anything. They had no choice. Oh, wow. Um, so, no, that's not true. I lied. They did have a choice. They could convert or die. And we have hardcore Christians, and then you have hardcore Muslims, and these guys, the Muslims, go, you can convert from Christianity to Islam or we're going to kill you. They're like, okay, well, let's fucking fight then. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, so populating their armies with uh, – they, they picked up guys in North Africa, um, the Berbers, who actually were kind of technically involved with beginnings of the African slave trade. Yeah, yeah, um, the Burberry pirates. Nobody wants to know that, though, because uh, everybody likes to think that white dudes were just out there, like, catching Africans with no. fucking butterfly nets and shit. No. Um, no, they're faster than us. Like, no fucking way. No. No, <laughs> they, they brought them. Some fucking five-foot-tall English dude out there with a net, not a goddamn chance. Uh-uh. Not a chance. Um, Most people were just kidnapped at night. Kidnapped or taken as, you know, war, you know, you know spoils of war and shit. Everybody's been fucking slaves. True. Doesn't matter what color you are. The word slave comes from the fucking Slavs, and they're white as shit. Yeah. So everybody had it bad. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. It's not so bad now, though, so just fucking relax. It's fine. Be okay. Um, so they convert these Berbers to Islam because they were just fucking whatever. You know, Zoroastrians or whatever. Who the fuck knows what they were at that point in time. Um, this fucks up the, the entire balance of power. Um, and then they start. I don't know. It really doesn't. Um, they start capturing cities, you know, south of the Pyrenees by 7-Eleven. Um, the year, <laughs> not the store. <laughs> Thank you. Please don't come again. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? All the by... fucking Indians are here now, too. What's going on? <laughs> I was like, oh, by 7-Eleven, huh? Nice. Huh. 
The fucking Patel Caliphate. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the Patel Caliphate. You gotta watch out They don't do that. anything violent. They just own every hotel that's ever been built. Yeah. Um, at least around here. So as early as 712, Umayyad armies led uh, by Arab generals are... They're, like, fucking full of Berbers, and they are now being led into the Frankish lands. They break into Aquitaine, um, which is not a water company, as much as it sounds like it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I still can't get over that fucking name. Uh, Aquitaine. Uh. Their king is Aquamane. <laughs> You've ever seen those fucking, uh, was it Terrence Howard memes? Where he can't say man, it's everything's yeah. main? Yeah. <laughs> it's Aquamane. <laughs> Uh, white Aquaman, not Jason Momoa. So we get like oh, way, yeah. way boring Aquaman. Yeah. Like, looks like a fucking accountant Aquaman. Yeah. You know, talking to trout and shit, being white. Whatever. Asshole. It'd be all right. Um, so I keep saying like all these different places and I'm like, where the fuck are these? So Tism kicks in. Uh-huh. Get on the old, uh, the old Google, Google machine. Yeah. Aquitaine is the coastal part of France that's bordered to the south by uh, by Spain, and um, that's where the Bordeaux region is, so uh. for all you wine nerds. Um, but if you're listening to this, you're probably not a wine nerd. Whatever. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't drink wine. It gives me headaches because I'm a bitch, which is weird because like you'd think French genealogy, I'd be like, this is I can mainline it. Oh, no, I can have a glass of wine. And I feel like I got hit in the head with a fucking bat the next morning. Well, it's like me having... You know, my family being from the Champagne region of, of France. I fucking hate Champagne. I, fu- I love it. I fucking hate it. It tastes like fucking seltzer. But it gets you real drunk if you drink the entire bottle by yourself because well, your co-host is a bitch and don't like it. Well, I don't like it. I was messed up. You were very messed up. And I don't like Champagne, so I won't drink it. <clears throat> Once again, <coughs> because it tastes like seltzer. I don't eat cilantro because it tastes like soap, so... Uh, whatever. You, know, you put cilantro in anything and it automatically ruins the meal. I think me. so, too. So this army is led by uh, the Berber government... Uh, government? Uh, governor. Government. Uh, Uthman uh. Ibn Nassah. who the, of. Who the Franks called Manusa. I'm not sure why. Medusa? Manusa. No D. <laughs> um, uh, so... Obviously, I can't find a translation for that because I don't think it's a real word. I think they just made it up. Who the fuck knows? Listen, it's words. They are all made up. You know. Um, so he starts moving inland a bit, and he runs into the forces of Duke Odo. Um, they run into each other um, in Toulouse in 725, which is a... I love that word. So it's is just it fun. Duke Otto? No, it's Odo. O-D-O. O-D-O. Yep. Oh. Yep. Okay. Somebody messed up on his name. Just, just want to let you know. This is weird. I mean, every, everything that I found, that's how it's spelled. It's weird. Yeah. That's just really weird. It's like Aquitanium or whatever the hell Aquitanium? What? <laughs> whatever. Is the fucking metal that they have down there? That's probably what it is. It's ocean metal? Yeah. Aquitanium. Aquita- Aquitanium sounds like a really, really shitty cologne. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like Aquavelva? It's the Walgreens version of Aquavelva. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, okay. how do you go from like you know talking about something to because we're fucking stupid, dude? To shaving, uh, you know, lotion. Yeah, something stuff. that neither one of us do. Yeah, the, the buy sh- shaving products. Yes. Yeah. I I mean I've never bought it. So, dude, I I use my 
the the fucking the the manscape trimmer that we got never used it on my balls i use it on my mustache it's the only fucking thing i shave I, knock it i knock it down a little bit so it doesn't go in my mouth because it hurts when you bite it well i see you got it i wasn't going to use the manscape trimmer after you so right and i mean they fucked again, up never used it on my nuts just use it on my face because yeah. it's quiet and it doesn't pull which is really nice okay most trimmers like that they get they fucking pull and it hurts and i hate them uh-huh. that's why i don't shave because i just that i'm lazy anyway um these guys weren't lazy uh because the muslims they uh they besieged the castle at toulouse but odo did something kind of fucking weird he got crazy did some, did some shit here no. um instead of sitting there in the castle being you know under siege he goes fuck it and he opens the gate and he just sends his men out and uh these guys didn't expect it and they're like oh crap and um they just run off like they were they were trying to like set up like like build siege equipment and stuff uh-huh. and these dudes come out with fucking swords and spears and they're on horses and they're like what the fuck is going on and they just ran away it's a smart move it's a full route you know um so the leader here uh al saman ibn malik which a uh, son of malik huh I, either <laughs> That's either a Black Panther or a summoned a demon. I'm not 100% sure. Well, Al Saman, um, that's his first name. He's son of Malik. So it's like uh, a Ragnarsson or something like that. Yeah, but it, it's still, it still sounds dangerously like if I had a Ouija board in here. Like That's probably true. The fucking ceiling would have caught on fire or something. That's probably true. <laughs> Pazuzu is in here just like wheat in the wind, <laughs> shaking his dick at us. Hey, hey, hey. So during this... He is like he's like a, a one of the sub governors I was talking about for like one of the smaller regions. Uh-huh. They're running away and they they killed his ass. Like he's dead. So well, that's what you do. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. Yeah, but I you're play. also not supposed to attack the people that are besieging you. Whatever. It's a crazy idea, but sometimes crazy works. It's true. And it just so happened to work in this case. Listen, in total war or whatever, I fucking no, no, no holds barred. Fucking, I'm gonna come out after you. Oh, dude, fucking uh, like Mountain Blade. I will, if I'm besieged somewhere, I will attack out to destroy siege equipment, and then I get my guys back in, and then I wait for them to attack us, because then I have a superior, I've, you know, I have better fucking uh, tactics than they do, because I have, archery. you know, I can hit them with archers, and we can throw fucking rocks at them and stuff. True. And all my shit's behind walls, so And you suck boil dicks. their asses. Yeah. Oh, I wish, I wish they had fucking kill pits like that. Just boiling oil through the... Oh, that'd be so cool. There's probably a mod for it, though. Probably. <clears throat> of course, I can play it on PC. You can't. Shut up. Because you're a lesser. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so anyway... Uh, we used to pick on people like you. Well, it's it's just easier now, because I can go from working on shit to playing that. and Once again, you know, we used to pick on people like you. I did, and then I became one and went, wow, these guys got it right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, Odo and his forces... Um, they're they're pretty screwed up here. They've been starved. They're out of they're running out of resources. They've had <laughs> lost a bunch of dudes. We're doing some crazy shit here. So he has to make a deal with with, devil. with Manusa, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, this involves making yearly payments, and he sells off. Well, sells off. Sorry, marries off his daughter, Lampage to Manuza as well. That's a terrible... See... These names are fucking awful. See, man. this is where he done fucked up. See, he could have just, you know, made the deal with the right devil, which is 
sending a fucking carrier pigeon, okay, all the way over to Charles, Charles, wherever the fuck he is, up north, and be like, yo, my dog, come on. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Charles can smell the fucking cheap cologne and arm hair from where he is. Yeah, He's yeah. like, he's like hey. <laughs> I can picture him just going, there's Arabs around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait, uh, they're, atta- they're attacking. It's getting close. We should go help them, sire. I can hear them no. trying to sell cars. Not yet. What the fuck? <laughs> there's rugs coming. I know. But wait. <laughs> That's their cavalry. They come in on fly- <laughs> flying carpets. <laughs> So the following year, the, the manager of Spain, uh, Al-Rahman, uh-huh. sends a pretty large force north um, to force Manuza back into actually fighting instead of just being lazy and taking money. and Because this isn't about you getting rich. This is about spreading Islam as far as we can, and you're being an asshole about it. Get out there and do your job. Yeah. Um. This ends up in a slight disagreement, you could say, and uh, Manuza's forces get their asses kicked, and he is executed by Rahman himself. <laughs> He's like, nah, you, you ain't, ain't doing your job, your dad. That's what you get for being lazy. Um, ha, ha, ha. So Rahman then sent his men north again, and they go into Aquitaine. Uh-huh. Odo gathers his remaining forces and anyone else that is willing to take up a weapon in the defense of Christianity and their country. And it's 732, the Battle of the River Garonne kicks off. So we know that uh, that Rahman brought about seventy to 80,000 men with him. Um, we don't really know how many Odo brought, uh, but we do have a quote from the Chronicle of 754. Um, God alone knows the number of slain. The Saracens pierced through the mountains, trampled over rough and level ground, plundered far into the country of the Franks, and smote all with sword, insomuch when Odo came to battle with them at the River Garonne, he fled. Um, so, uh, we don't have any details, but it didn't it didn't go so so great for the Franks. It's true. It was, it was a bad day. Yeah. Bad day to be French, which, I mean, that's pretty much every day now. Now. Odo himself, with his vanguard like his personal bodyguard his retainer whatever you want to fucking call it they ride north to talk to charles help me charles help me charles refuses until odo it's like i'm not helping you until you rejoin the kingdom and make us whole again you are being a prick and i can leave you out in the cold or I can give you a big warm hug, and we can be a family again. Oh, why did I go to Team America for this part? About what? <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I, that's just where I went. No, no, no. He's okay. He sucked my dick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and you're going to let me finish, too. Um, so he, he probably dropped so fast that he hurt his knees um, at the promise of help a few things happen next uh the frankish kingdom is now pretty well united the umayyad forces fucked up in a couple of different ways first they never sent scouting parties any further north than aquitaine uh-huh. we don't need to we'll just figure it out as we go you're not the goddamn mongols no so guess what's gonna happen 
bad stuff. Stupid. Yeah. Dumb shits. Very much. Um, second, they underestimated the fight that the Franks have in them. Um, had they gone north, they would have realized that uh, Charles is not the man to be fucked with. No. Like, you guys should have skirted around here and maybe gone up into Germany yeah, yeah, and yeah. fucked with them. Probably wouldn't have ended any better, but, uh, you know, some of the writings from the uh, from the Muslim forces said that they didn't take the Germanic tribes as a threat, which is another huge mistake, considering that uh, these are the guys that butt-sexed Rome, essentially. Yes, they did. Um, in a later writing from, uh, from after the upcoming Battle of Tours, which we're going to talk about here in a bit, showed that they had no goddamn clue that the northern half of the Frankish kingdom were some of the scariest, most savage warriors in Europe. In 732, the Muslims far, uh, fart. They I didn't farted. write that. Oh, they farted, huh? <laughs> the Muslims marched far north into uh, Frankish territory and would be stopped by the longest river in France, which is the Loire. Uh, it runs from, this again, like, what the fuck's this river? Runs from Massif Central, uh, north to Avignon, and Montpelier, because they're right next to each other. Uh-huh. Montpelier with two L's. It's Montpelier. Um, it's probably just as fucking gross as ours, let's be real. Yeah. Then north to Orleans, and then west into Tours, Angiers, uh, Nantes, and then finally out into the sea at uh, St. Nazarene. Okay. So, it's a big long river. It's like fucking 1,800 miles long, uh-huh. in, like in total. The invading Muslim forces make really good time moving forward. Such good time, in fact, that they outpaced the larger part of their army and completely outpaced their supply train. Dipshits. They were, like, hard for battle. And, uh, yeah. Someone else did that, too. Wait for your supply train. Someone else later on Everybody that. does that. It's a terrible <laughs> fucking idea. Um, so at this point in time, they would split up into small, like, raiding parties to go out and harass the locals, round up supplies, um... They actually were kind of smart about this. So these raiding parties were going out and they were sending, you know, ones and twos of guys trying to go get supplies and realizing they don't have anything. Yeah. And then as they're coming back out of town, they notice all the men are out harvesting crops and shit. So like, let's just wait. Make them do the work and then we'll just take their shit. So they wait until the harvest is done. Then they go back in and take everything. Yeah. Pretty smart move. Um. They completely destroyed southern France. Um, historians think that a big factor with this was that uh, um, the gold and like the goods and shit that the abbeys of St. Martin of Tours had. Um, this was actually one of the wealthiest churches in all of Western Europe at the time. They think that was their main target. That's why they were going to Tours to go and raid this fucking church take everything they have and then just melt it down, sell it, whatever you're going to do and keep paying your, your army. Not a bad move. So they were but talking it, to the Vikings. It huh? was a bad move. Well, yeah. Cause you got this <laughs> other guy, you got this guy up North. that's like motherfuckers. Yeah. You got this dude that is in direct communication with God. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, if, uh, if he's not, his other guy is Oh man, he's called the Pope. I think I think I think he'd have been like, listen, Pope, I've got an idea. <laughs> you get him on the phone right now. We got to talk. Um, so for Charles, this is kind of it. He he mounts the boys up, twenty thousand francs, um, 
and they take off for war. And um, they did a pretty smart thing here because this whole area was Roman at one point in time. Yeah. And if there's one thing the Romans did everywhere they went, they built roads. They completely avoided any of the old Roman roads. Because that way, somebody comes into into your area that they don't know where they're going, they're going to follow the roads. Of course. You stick to the woods and shit. You can hit them from any direction. It's a smart move. That's what we did. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we don't have English accents anymore. That is so true. <laughs> um, so Charles Charles is not even remotely afraid of, of the Muslim invaders. No, because he's got a bigger dick. Hey, He's of got 20,000 men. He's like, okay, what do you guys got? He, he, he whipped it you, out and it was know? like, you know, bunk. Um, and also, another thing he had good going for him, he was good at war. Very good at war. True. They didn't, they didn't actually read the brochure. <laughs> they didn't go, oh, look, France. Oh, hey, look, there's a guy here named Charles. Yeah. He likes to fuck. And that means kill people. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, this place looks nice. There's a bunch of white people with beards covered in blood, though. Huh. Huh. I mean, I guess if we don't go there, we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, um, we'll stay to the south. We'll stay to the north. So Hopefully no- he won't recognize us. <laughs> Another thing to really consider is, again, th- you don't really have a full-time army anywhere in Europe. You've got your guys that work the fields and they fight during the spring. That's not, that's not what he's looking for. Yeah, yeah. He needs professionals. So that requires money. Lots and lots of money this point in time who has lots and lots of money kevin uh not them the church <laughs> yes. has got lots and lots of money <laughs> well of course the church does so um <laughs> he um he starts seizing church land and money and um Duh. saying hey em- <laughs> holy roman empire i need money and that'll give you back your shit um, because I have to build an army. So they paid him, but like as they're giving him money, the Pope is somewhere just like furiously writing. He's going to excommunicate this motherfucker. He's like, you know, you take my shit, I'm going to take your shit. And by your shit, I mean your ability to get into heaven. Um, but I, I don't think he would have. I think he would have. Uh, I don't think he would have been. Mm. He would have reinstated him right quick after what's about um, to happen. I'm pretty fucking sure. Um, because he's literally the only thing standing between this invading army of Muslims that are converting people and those that they can't convert they're killing and the rest of Christian Europe. Because there's only one way to get into Europe from fucking Spain on land, and it's through France. Um, oh, okay. So he started, he started this whole campaign of like basically holding church land hostage back when he first heard that a Muslim invasion was coming. So he's like, ah, I get an idea. It's not a good one, but yeah. it's an idea. Cause, yeah, because that's right, because the Pope at the time was, well, I don't know. Maybe there's two popes. Was there two popes there at that time? I don't know. Or was, I don't know. I, I know the Pope that wasn't, I, I was I was misspeaking. I said the Pope was in France at the time. No, he wasn't. He was still wherever the fuck he was. Rome. Rome or... Or there was a dude that brought him to France, though. There eventually was, yes. Like a like a couple hundred years later. Yeah. Um. So on October tenth, seven thirty two, 
15,000 francs take formation across the uh, the soon-to-be battlefield. And out across the field from them are 50,000 Saracens. Notice I said he started with 20,000. He's down to 15. That's because 5,000 of them abandoned him to go back and tend to their fucking crops. Mm. Okay. Um, and yeah, this dude started off with 80,000 guys. He's down to 50 because he's been fighting the entire way up. And losing 30,000 men back then? <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? I still got 50,000. I mean, come on. That's not even half of them. Whatever. It's, it'll, it'll work out. Don't worry about it. Um, so odds are not looking good for Chuck and the boys. Um, they're over. They're outnumbered three plus to one. And um, the Muslims had actually brought a pretty elite cavalry unit with them, too. The invading general was super confident that his guys are just going to um they're going to hit him once and then they're going to scatter uh. because in his words he considered them to be quote unorganized rabble uh. um he were wrong just to throw that out there spoiler alert he was wrong he figures after the first cavalry charge hits these guys are going to break and flee because that's how tribal you know tribal europeans fought they didn't they had no cohesion they were just uh ah. I don't want to fucking talk to this guy. He's from the next one over. Those guys suck. True. Um, so Charles may have pulled the original Obi-Wan Kenobi here. Oh. He has the higher ground, Anakin. Uh-huh. Which is good. Um, so they had a high spot. So the land is sweeping down kind of like in the right spots uh-huh. for him, but the wrong spots for them. Of course, that's that's um, you know that's that's smart that's smart tactics. He found a really really good spot because it, it was fairly steep, and then there was trees in the middle of it. Uh huh. So that fucks up your cavalry a little bit because uh-huh. you have to like slow down to go through trees, and then you have to slow down going uphill. Yeah. yeah. Because you know horses don't run as fast uphill as they do on flat ground, no matter what Skyrim will <laughs> allow you to believe. That's um, bullshit. That's Skyrim something. horse physics should be real physics, though. It's true because you should be able to just climb a fucking mountain on a horse. Who cares? That is very much true. Um, well, there's only one horse in Skyrim that allows you to do that. No, you can do it with all of them. You just got to be careful. <laughs> um, so something else is working in his favor is that uh, his guys knew how to dress for October. Because you have to, I, I, again, I had to go on Google Maps because I'm like, France has got to be kind of chilly in October, I think, right? Tour is actually north of Ottawa, Canada, if you really if you look at it. It could, it could get a little nippy. Like, I, you know, obviously it, it showed me the weather that they had last night. It was like 40 degrees. You know, it's a little cheap. You want a sweatshirt. You know, okay. you, don't, you don't necessarily have to wear it, but you want to bring it with you just in case. Um, I mean, if uh, overnight, okay, it gets down to 40. All right. You know, and these guys are from That's the mid, you know, these guys are from Ish. the Middle East. They spend all their time in the Mediterranean in Spain, which is still pretty fucking warm. Yeah. Then you come up into France in October. About 30, deg- 30, 40 degrees colder than what you're used to. That's probably... Not good. Yeah, um, for sure. So, he had his men in position, and he gives the order to get into the, you know, just your classic Roman-style phalanx, which I, again, look shit up, didn't realize that phalanx is actually the Greek word for shield wall. Yeah. 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 So you lock up and get ready to roll. 
Yeah, because that's what everybody had. That's I mean, that's how most of them fought back then. Yeah, you know, I mean, except for the Romans, they had then they had like that. Obviously, did phalanx, but they also had their uh, like their turtles. Oh, that's that's a fucking cool formation. Yeah, uh, throw your shield up and so goddamn cool. But nobody else did that the same way. But that's where like everybody, like a lot of people, learned fighting from. The Romans, yeah, who, because who in turn had got that from the Spartans and all them. Yeah, but the the Romans were stupid, and they would take Germanic people as trade for food from their families. They trained them, and then they turned them loose, and they'd go, ha, "I'm going back to Germany. Fuck you! I'm going to teach these guys how to do it this way." That's true. Yeah, uh, Arminius, our boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <sighs> so, kind of all on the line for France and Europe in general here. Uh, stories preceded the invasion is, you know, what's going to happen if we lose? Uh, obviously, we're going to die, but even worse, women and children are going to be uh, preyed on and then sold into slavery. We ain't having that. No. Homie, don't play that. Homie, don't play that game. <laughs> uh, the Muslim cavalry, their first charge, they smash into the Frankish, uh, Frankish lines. And, I mean, they've got spears and scimitars. Because it's it's a Middle Eastern army that's they're on cavalry that's what they're that's how they're gonna fight. Yep, yep. Um, obviously the Franks aren't standing around with their dicks in their hands. They've got spears too. Um, they've also got dudes in the the further back ranks, like three or four lines back, just like Castlevania style throwing fucking axes through the air at these guys. Damn. Um, cavalry don't fight heavily armed at this point, like heavily armored at this point no. in time. So they are just destroying these dudes with throwing axes and throwing spears and all that shit. And then, yeah. obviously, you're taking out horses with spears and stuff like that. Um, anyone not lucky enough to die outright from being hit in the chest with an axe or getting speared in the throat off their horse, as soon as they hit the ground, these guys were like fucking wild dogs. They just chopped them up <laughs> and fucking kicked the shit back out in the middle of it. Um, Get them! So charge after charge comes, and the Franks hold strong. Uh, a few times the Arabs actually broke through the ranks, <laughs> the ranks of the Franks. Uh, but as soon as they did, the secondary ranks just tore them to shreds. It, what they were doing from the way it was explained in a couple of places was when they would see the charge coming in, they would open up and let yeah. them come through. Yeah. And then just fucking slam the doors behind yep. them and just ruin them. Smart move. You know, and that, if you're not shoulder to shoulder like that, you can't get two guys run over by a horse at the same time. Yeah. You just like, whoop. Oh, sorry. Fuck you. And just wiped him out. The Muslim cavalry kept trying to break through the center, um, which they didn't, for whatever reason, they didn't think that he would put his best guys in the very center, which is kind of where you want to put your best fighters is right yeah. in the middle. Yes. <laughs> um, and this was, this was a bad day for them. Um, all of this shit's going on, and Charles, he's he's not just hanging out on a hillside, fucking, you know, William Longshank style watching this happen. He's fighting. Yeah. He breaks away from the fighting, sends word to the scouts to go around the back of the Saracen forces and go check out, see what we can do back there. Yeah. Um, like, if, if we can break off a couple thousand guys to come up and hit these guys in the pooper, we'll do that. This goes completely unnoticed. So the scouts come around all the way around the back of the lines and they wipe out all the guys that were back there guarding the camp. Um, usually your your technique there would be you leave your old men and 
young guys, like kids back yeah, there yeah, to protect yeah. the camp. Um, and it turns out they didn't give a shit. They killed everybody. Um, and as they're going through the camp, they start finding all of this like Christian gold and like all these crosses and all this stuff that's been pilfered from churches. And they're like, ha, we're the taking ki- this back. As the kids say, yeet. Yeah. Fucking whoop. We're taking this. Um, so, so the main body of the Muslim forces finds out about this and they start sending guys backwards to go protect the camp and all of their uh-huh. pilfered shit. Um, so this leaves just a very few ranks of men up front and these guys missed an order. They missed something going on somewhere and they turn and see these guys running away and they go, Oh fuck, we got to go back too." So they full retreat. Um, the Muslim general tried to regroup his men, but you, you can't. You have that many guys moving the opposite direction yeah. from you. You're, you're not going to do shit. Um, so he has nothing but his personal bodyguard left with him, which is, you know, a couple hundred men. And as soon as the Franks see that it's just them, Charles is like, you know, go take care of that. Um, and this is the guy who is the governor of Spain. He is the head of Muslim forces in Europe. Um, and they fucking killed every last one of them. No prisoners. We're not going to like, we're not, not doing anything fancy. We're uh-huh. not going to try to sell them back for money. No, they're all no. dead. They're doing this shit. Like I play fucking mountain blade. I don't take prisoners. Yeah. I sell prisoners. And then like leaders of armies and shit dead on the side of the road. Fuck them. Um, Charles, Charles is, he's still, he's not getting too excited yet. Like he knows like shit's going down, but he still thinks that seeing all these guys run back is we're not going to chase them because this is a trap, even though it wasn't, uh-huh. <laughs> he, he was just thinking like, if it were me, this is what I would do kind of thing. Um, so the, the, the Muslim forces didn't stop until they hit their camp. None of them, except for the guys that are now dead. So they counted their dead somewhere around 12,000 for the, the Muslims. Um, with that amount of dead, they, ref- they would refer to this as, quote, the Battle of the Palace of the Martyrs. So it's probably a bad day for, uh, for our buddies. True. Um, the Franks, on the other hand, would claim about 1,500 dead. <laughs> Considering they have no cavalry, um, they did something that really shouldn't have happened where they fucking turned away cavalry strike after cavalry strike with just dudes with shields, which is completely unheard of at the time. Um, you know, but again, here's the other thing. Did they lower the numbers of how many men they actually lost? Did they inflate the numbers of, well, it couldn't really inflate that because that number came from a Muslim source of the 12,000. Um, you know, it's, it's the whole like winner rights history kind of deal. So after this battle, Charles gets a new name hung on him, which is, uh, gets a surname, which is Martellus, which is, uh, Latin for Mar- or, you know, they, it's a Latin name, but you would also just use it as Martell, yeah. which is French. And, uh, that means the hammer. So this dude, yeah. So now we've put it all together. He's Charles the hammer Martell. Um, 
And he would pass this title down through his bloodline all the way until the 1970s with his multi-time grandson, Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> They're not related, but, you know, <laughs> why not? Um, the Umied retreat back across the Pyrenees and uh, Charles expands southward. Really wants Aquitaine to just... He just he wants it for his because he's so sick of these fucking guys stabbing him in the back constantly. But he gets handed over to Hunyald, who was uh, Odo's son, and he got that after Odo died, obviously. Um, Martel's okay with that because he's like, you guys are a province now. You are part of the Frankish kingdom. We will have none of this bullshit, or I'm going to kill everybody here. I'm just going to fucking call it Chuckland, you know? <laughs> That's, and I'll leave it to Liddell, and he'll uh, overhand right you guys if you get out of line with his weird-ass, way-too-wide mohawk. Uh, 735, Uqba ibn al-Hajjah, the new governor of Spain, invades Gaul. Um, historians kind of detail his, his advance into France. Um, according to one guy, he converted about 2,000 Christians that he'd captured, like total, over his, his time in France, which I guess that's a pretty good number. Um, the last major attempt at an invasion of Gaul where they came up through Spain, a, uh, a pretty large expedition was sent, um, and uh, they sent this up into French territory around 735. They crossed the River Rhone. Um, they captured a couple of little towns here and there. Um, he has got his his forces are in Septimania, um, which is uh, uh, like the area where Lyon would be in France. Um, he's also got guys in Bur- uh, Burgundy and Piedmont. Charles invades Septimania in uh, 736, and then again in 739. Um, they're forced, kind of forced back, um, into Frankish territory that he controlled. Um, but, uh, it, it gets a little weird here because yes, these guys got their asses handed to him at tour. Um, they still control, uh, Narbonne and Septimania. Um, these are the two Southwestern, I'm sorry, Southeastern provinces in France. So they're like the inland version of where Aquitaine would be. So like next door neighbors to there. Yeah. Um, so they held that for about 30 years, surprisingly. Um, Martel and his army would go South to kind of like go into these like infested areas to try to clear it all out. Um, they caught an Arab force trying to reinforce, uh, the fortress at, at Narbonne and they fucking destroyed these guys. Um, but then he tries to besiege the castle Another contingent of Muslims come in, um, which is weird because this castle where they're where they're setting up siege is being held by your run of the mill like Muslim soldiers, Berbers, and fucking Christian Visigoths, who are only fighting for these guys because they didn't want to be under the thumb of the Frankish Empire. Yeah. yeah. So you know the enemy of my enemy doesn't speak the same la- same language as me kind of deal. Um, so he took a little bit of time to kind of look at the situation. You know, he's settling for a siege that can tie you up for a couple of fucking years. You risk an invade, like a full attack and losing a bunch of guys. Or do you just go with what he did, which was isolate the area and let them have it? You know, um, if they move anywhere else from there, though, done. Like you yeah, guys stay yeah. the fuck here. I see you. <laughs> I see you in, in a di- on a different street and you're dead. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. So by 750, it wasn't an issue anymore because the caliphate collapsed in on itself and got involved in a 
long drawn out civil war and they basically pulled everybody out of the French territories. So after years and years of defending Europe from an invading force, um, around 740, he can kind of see, he can see the writing on the wall. He's like, I'm not long for the world. So he breaks up his realm because he's spoiler alert. He's now the King. Um, because he's like, fuck, these guys suck. I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he splits up everything between mostly two of his sons, um, one being Carloman and the other being Pepin the Younger. And uh, Charles died October 22nd, 741, at the age of like 50 to 55. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Birth records were a little spotty, you know? Yeah. Because um, Pepin was Pepin the Short. Yeah, Pepin the Short or Pepin the Fat. <laughs> he had a couple of nicknames. Um, but Carloman was apparently a pretty decent ruler he was absolutely fucking ruthless though um it's charlemagne no he's not um pepin the younger pepin the short pepin the fat whatever you want to call him he is the first ruler of the carolingian empire but the most important thing he ever did was give birth to charlemagne well one of his women gave birth to charlemagne he just shot him into her um but yeah he so charles martel is the great grandfather of charlemagne who uh was a absolute motherfucker like bad bad fucking dude so um he will get an episode at some point in time for sure and well and i believe charlemagne is our dude that kidnapped the pope uh that was like 13 something so no oh i don't think so i don't think so i could be wrong i can tell you it was a definitely a descendant of charlemagne that would have done it then well, because because he'd be Charles the first of France. Yeah, but then, uh... he didn't take shit from nobody, but his descendants obviously did, because um, they had to pay the Vikings a bunch of money, and you know. Well, well, no, the because it was either Pepin, Pepin's kid or something like that, married his daughter off to Rollo, who was his kid was, well, his grandson was William the Conqueror. Yep. Because that's not too far, you know, far gone. So think about that, England. You guys are who you are because of the French. (laughs) Yeah, but then there's this guy that came over... Not long after, Henry V, who fucked on France and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm, but, gonna, I'm gonna kill your motherfucker and on the battlefield, and then but, France is mine." But you guys were conquered by the French, so let that well, stew for a second. <clears throat> sorta, I guess. Yeah, they definitely no, not sorta. They were. William the Conqueror came in and fucking fucked everybody up. And was like, this is mine now. And then, uh, you know, yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's Charles Martel. Nice. Yeah. Good old Charles. Chuck, Chuck the hammer, which Charles, he sounds like a fucking like low rent UFC fighter. (laughs) Chuck the hammer Martel. Yes. (laughs) Very much. He's a dude that like AWA would have brought in. As Greg's like brother in quotes, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah for a yeah. tag team match or something. Of course, yep, yeah. 
Dusty Rhodes would have fucking thrown him on his head. <laughs> Get out of here, baby. <laughs> I'm a son of a pummel, baby. Whack. Hit you with the bionic uh, elbow. The fucking bionic elbow. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, if you want to listen to more Conquering Forces, head on over to... Uh... Patreon.com forward slash Dark Widows Podcast. Um, we won't talk about Charles <coughs> Charles Martel there, but we talk about other stuff there. We do. Yeah, we won't talk about him there, though, because we already talked about him here. So. True. Very much. I mean... It's uh, $5 a month. So, skip one day where you could potentially... Without your knowing, get a shit coffee somewhere. Because every once in a while, you get a shit coffee. You order a coffee, and it's just not good. Or two fucking sodas. You know. Because sodas are like... Almost... Uh, depends on where you get it. Some are two for four. So let's not sell yourself short here, buddy. All right. All right. Fine. And uh, also uh, with, well, also go over to studio.com and check them out. Uh, they got headphones, earbuds, Bluetooth speaker. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, holidays are coming. Uh, it's not too late. Not too late. Find what you want. Put it in your basket. Go to the checkout. Listen, I'm, all I'm saying is Charles Martel would be very, very disappointed if for Jesus' birthday you didn't get somebody earbuds. That's very true. Okay. Very, very true. Or headphones. Whatever. Ear devices for listening. Ear devices. Yeah. Uh, Unlike the ear devices on your hat, which are just distracting more than anything. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, uh, put the put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Uh, and let's see what else. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, DarkWindowsPod. Yep. Uh, Facebook, DarkWindowsPodcast. Yep. We got uh, two Dark Windows pages. We got yeah. one for... It's one like for a, business and one it's for It's like pleasure. a mullet. We got you know business in the front, party in the back. You yeah. Know, the, 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 the Dark Windows page is uh is fun. That's where like everybody goes and... We say a bunch of stupid shit, and everybody has fun. That's so. very true. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, with that said, yeah. just because you can't see on the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. you got to figure out what you're doing for Patreon. I will. <laughs>